As you probably guessed, this review will contain spoilers for Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X 2. Um, da 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 Yeah! Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host, Joseph Blanchett, and we are doing something we haven't done in a really long time, and that is talk about Final Fantasy. I thought you were going to say do a podcast, but... We did a podcast... I thought you were going to say do a podcast with me. <laughs> That's true. Um, all, 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 all those things are true, but <laughs> we actually did a podcast a little over a month ago, so it's not too bad. And we yeah. did have Jess on for a podcast, but that podcast wasn't very good, so we never finished it. So. Yeah, that was like, and that was all over. So hold on a second. You put more importance on recording a podcast than you do on the fact that I'm on. Uh, um, um, um. Today uh, we're going to be talking about. I'm going to introduce you first. How about that? No. My, my co. No, it's too late. No, there's no retribution. Are... I'm introducing myself. I'm introducing myself. Okay, go for it. I'm Jess. Yes, remember Jess? She was no, in no, our don't. best podcast we've ever done. Yeah, the first one. Including the first two. <laughs> Wait, she wasn't in any of the Mega Man podcasts. Dustin, shut up. And you're, you're, you were in the Sega one, which was episode 18. God, that, that was, I think that was the last one I did that got published. So that was like... Uh, that was like yeah, and that was, a, and a, that was September of 2009. Oh my it's been, God. It's been three years. Welcome back. Exactly. Where have you been? Working. And we've been talking about stuff she's not interested in. Not that I'm not interested in it. It's just mostly stuff I'm not interested in. Okay. Well, let's talk very briefly about how awesome Jack and Daxter is. Yeah, we, you know, it, it, I, I have to admit this is going to be, you know, we're doing the podcast about Final Fantasy X, like, you know, I think you said. I, I don't remember. I was too yeah. pissed that you, you know, <laughs> didn't give a crap. Um, but, no, <laughs> We really should have done a Jack and Daxter podcast. Why uh, don't we? Yeah, there's there's an idea. I'm not going to hijack this one, but I think that should be the next one. Yeah, we, we can do, uh, do that, although uh, I'll just like play through three again. Hi, guys. It's Dustin. How y'all doing? No, we, we definitely need to because, you know, they just released it in HD. And let me tell you, oh, my God. Like. I haven't sat down, you know, and I, I've been playing games casually, and it's really hard because I've been working very long hours. Uh, so usually, you know, if I played a game, it'd just be in passing, or it'd be a handheld game, something I could, you know, find time to do. This, I dropped everything for. You know, I was clocking five hours at a time. I haven't had my eyes hurt over a game in quite a while. Well, I haven't had a five-hour gaming session yet, but yeah, like, the Jack and Jack... Well, especially Jack 2, like, just really pulls me in whenever I play it. But that's not what this podcast is about. Let's talk about Final Fantasy, I guess. I guess before we do that, why don't we talk about, outside of what we just talked about, what we've been doing. Like, anything we've been, you know, watching, reading, playing, doing, arting. I've been eagerly anticipating Mass Effect 3. Four days as of this podcast. Probably well... Probably well released after this is out. Maybe. And I've uh, been doing all wonder stuff, so that's what I've been doing. What about you, Dustin? Well, I finished a long-standing goal of mine, and I've actually watched... I'm actually up-to-date with the Heisei era of Kamen Rider. 
I've watched, which you, neither, neither of y'all know what that is. I know what Common Rider is, first off. Uh, but secondly, I just want to say, you know, you 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 just pulled us onto the subject of briefly describing what we were doing. Did you do it just to announce that? Yes, I think you did. Yes, I, I, think, did. I think I think that's what just happened. I just wanted to call you out on that because yes, wow. Yes. But I, I'm actually kind of proud of this because. It's like me having a segment. It's like, so what science fiction cartoon series have you guys been working on? Oh, well, you haven't guess been? which ones I've been working I'll, on. I'll tell you what I've been doing. Oh, hey, get, hey. <clears throat> Can y'all blame me for, hey, I, I, no, never mind. But, well, yeah. yes, now you got to say what you've been doing. Oh, what have I been doing? You can't live up to that, though. Oh, God, I don't know if I could live up with that. Uh, lately, oh. I have been working uh, for the last, well, for the last three years, I I had uh, I had moved far, far away. And by far, far away, I mean not that far away, but so far away that the rent went up $600. And guess who was working all the time? Uh, so that's anyway, what she's been doing, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, I've been making money, Dustin. How are you enjoying Common Writer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I enjoyed it very thoroughly. Thank you very much for asking. <clears throat> My pay has raised like $7 since the last time I've done a podcast. What have you been doing, Dustin? That's neither here nor uh, there. has <laughs> raised by seven. <laughs> Se- seven seasons. Actually, uh, actually, more like 12, 13. 13 as of this count. He, he does have you beat number-wise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does have me beat number wise, but I don't know. I have cats now. Oh. I didn't have cats for a while. And now I have my cats back. One of them has leukemia. That's fun. So I've been dealing with that too, Dustin. Okay, let's. Are you enjoying Common Rider? Yes, start. quite thoroughly. I, I enjoyed it quite thoroughly, and I highly. I stopped fighting. <laughs> Not on my birthday. What is your right. birthday? All right, shut up, Dustin. It's time to talk about Final Fantasy. Is it your birthday? I don't think it is. Skype would have told me. No, my birthday's in July. <laughs> you came to Tampa for my birthday. That's true. I did do that. One of your birthdays. One of my birthdays. That was oh. my 21st birthday, and I'm, I'm coming up on 25. <laughs> Man, oh, did, how time flies. I'm asking, did you go to Megacon? Did I go to Megacon? Of course I did. I go to Megacon every year, and I like this year I actually didn't go for very long. Usually I go for the whole weekend, but uh, usually I also work the whole weekend. Like I spend, like I even go to conventions just to work. I don't know what my problem is, uh, but this year you know I went just to go and you know hang out and you know do fun costume stuff and uh, look around the dealer room and stuff. I got to meet Stan Lee. I should have mentioned that. That's I did always meet, awesome. Uh, she has you beat Dustin. Yeah, I'll give. I'm gonna give her that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I met Stanley. He uh, he called me a sweetheart, and so I think I doubled in value. As I was leaving, so I'm gonna put myself up on eBay later. All good. Well, there's a, there's a joke here, but I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, think... you probably shouldn't, Dustin. No, no. Let's let's just move on. Final Fantasy. Ten, the tenth Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy oh. 10. Oh, so we're not going to talk about 11? Huh? No. We are not talking about 11. Dustin, no. Came up after that. This, or uh, or just, they just released Final Fantasy 13 too? No. I'll be talking about that pretty soon with people. But, um, yeah, Final Fantasy 10. What year was this released? 2001? 2001. 2001. Uh, I remember I got... Faith Odyssey. What's that? 
2001, A Faith Odyssey. (laughs) 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 Okay, continue. First Final Fantasy release for PlayStation 2. First one to have 3D environments. First one with voice acting. This was a big milestone in, in the series. And for a lot of people, it's where the series started to die. Uh, well, no, you know what? I'm going to have to agree with that. That's the unfortunate part because, you know, I think of Final Fantasy X and I think, oh my god, that's my favorite one. So when people say it started to die, I'm like, no! No, you don't count Final Fantasy X. At the same I time, I, I see this as the last tra- traditional, in quote, Final Fantasies, but also the start of its, I don't want to say downfall, because I think the game's been good. But just in the total change of direction the series has taken. Um, yeah, it really has. Since the- I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it shark jumping, but I'd say it's treading water nearby. I want to say that it's like you know the Final Fantasy series at ten, you know, reached the top of the hill, and you know everyone was like, "Yay, Final Fantasy ten, woo!" And then uh, it started walking downhill, but somewhere along the way there was a there was like a there was a rock or something, just something ill-placed, and it stumbled a bit, and it was like, oh, okay, you know, I can still do this, but it lost its footing, and now it's, it's like, stumbling down the hill. It's not quite dead, but it's, you know, things aren't looking good. Yeah. That, ro- that rock is known as Final Fantasy XIV. That rock is known as Final Fantasy XII. I like twelve. Shut up. I like twelve. We're talking about Final Fantasy X. Just everyone. We, we could talk about a little later about how the series like went on after this, but um, we're just talking about the the actual game itself. Um, it's people say like a thirteen's linear. I would say ten is just as linear. Like the first half of this game um, sets you on a pretty direct path about on a mostly story, uh, like just story and character and. It, of introductions and really doesn't get really heavy in any plot stuff until a little later and uh I remember playing this for the first time and going like all I'm doing in this game is walking down a corridor fighting some battles and then watching a cutscene oh you know go ahead Dustin. oh look it's like it's like it's like playing Melgar Solid 2 all over again but the difference is is that series kind of you know you know, that's what that series is, Metal Gear Solid. Like, that's not what Final Fantasy was. Yeah, a lot of the point of Final Fantasy before then had been exploration, had been look around, you know. Uh, but, I, you know, I have to agree with you. You know, it's, it is it is very linear, but I wouldn't say it's just as linear as Final Fantasy thirteen because oh, no, at no, least, no, uh, no. like, uh, if you... <laughs> If uh, if you look at ten and thirteen, at least with ten, you had side quests throughout the game before you ever got to the halfway yeah, point. You uh, you did have little little things to do in between if you wanted to, and that's the, the major difference there. Also, Blitzball. Yeah. Let's not talk about Blitzball. Blitzball. No, Dustin, we're gonna talk about Blitzball. <laughs> oh God, it was a great game. And like, no, it wasn't. And the difference between thirteen and ten in that area is ten's battle system. You know was good throughout the entire thing. Yeah. It sure was. Like, that was one thing I actually really... A lot of people disliked it. Uh, from what I understand, you know, anyone I've, I, I've talked to about Final Fantasy X's battle system really disliked it because it was turn-based. And I thought it actually added a level of strategy to it because it's yeah. not like you couldn't see what the turns were, and it's not like the turns uh, did, weren't affected by your choices in battle. In fact, they, in fact, you could actually knock somebody back a few turns. 
with mm-hmm. certain attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, certain attacks, haste, you know, it's... Oh. I really liked how basically almost the entire party was relevant. Like, you just didn't pick your favorites and just stick with them. Since you can switch out between all the characters, like, you know, you didn't have to have Yuna in your party at all times because she's a healer, but you could just like take her out whenever you needed her. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, though. You know, I have to I have to admit, you know, when you said, you know, every character was relevant, I do have to disagree with you on I that. I agree, too. Yeah, because... Yeah, pretty all much. All right, I, I think everyone knows what, what's wise, about to be said. Well, gameplay-wise, I think every character has a purpose. Story-wise, I think, like, a few of them are just, you know, who cares? I don't know about gameplay. Like, I'm actually a little more... Like, you know what? Gameplay and story-wise, I really just don't see the point in Kimari. Nope. Except, up oh, here's a kitty cat. Well, actually... My well, name's Yuna, and my protector is a giant lion. Uh, meow, meow. Some of, it, some of his, uh... My... Special attacks are pretty good. Actually, the well, thing about... characters, if you want to be good with them, you really have to devote a lot of time to actually developing him. Here's the yeah. thing. Kamari... Is, Kamari can literally be any other character <clears throat> if you wanted him. Yeah, can, all the other true, but so could Orin. I, all the other characters like bypass, like uh, surpass him so quickly. Like I said, you just have to you have to devote all your energy to making Kamari any good. And every time I play this game, I just leave him behind, and then kind of screwed later because there's a battle where you have to play as him. <laughs> uh, well, you know that a battle. Uh, I know what battle you're talking about, and uh, God, that's a quote that'll stick in my head for the rest of my life. Hornless, howl alone, howl alone. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Hardness, hardness. <laughs> um, uh, but no, uh, actually, I've never I don't know about that you. battle, but the uh, the uh, the battle is actually level based. So you know they are never going to be too too strong for Kamari to, for you know you, it's that that battle's pretty hard to mess up is the short way to say it. Yeah. Um, yes. But the problem, you... actually, you know, I have a confession about Kamari. He actually became a uh, a very big part of my party whenever, uh, and I've played this game countless times. I have played this game hundreds of times. Well, you know, not all the way through, but at least, you know, made it to the halfway point or something. You know, I've gotten through the game quite a lot just because I love this game so much. And, uh, you know, I was going through the game the last playthrough I did, and I can't remember what happened. I think this, you know, I had just not paid attention, and one of uh, one of my party members got knocked out uh, or something. Ha- no, they... Oh, gosh, I can't remember what happened. Either way, I had to use Kimari. And uh, I was like, whatever, you know, I'll use him. And uh, I was in the Thunder Plains when this happened. It took me, I have to say, 20 full playthroughs before I realized that Kimari has piercing, Orin has piercing. What the hell have I been doing in the Thunder Plains the last 19 playthroughs? Yeah, that is one good thing about him is he does have piercing. Yeah, I just, I I'd never even thought about it. I remember when it happened, I was so mad that I just saved and turned off. I was like, Did no. you give, like, piercing, like, uh, Titus, though, and... Yeah, you can give piercing. You can give piercing to pretty much any of the. Wow, they just. The thing, if you really wanted to, you could break this game wide open. We'll talk about how I don't like this, the, the sphere system. And, and you and I'm gonna bring something up. I knew you're about to mention. You said you didn't use Riku. She is the most broken character of them all. With uh, her, with her uh, mix. Oh God. 
she could pretty much rape every character, every boss in the game. Well, it just seems like it's, it's another case where you you have to, uh, you know, you really have to spend time developing the character for, for them to be any good. Are you back, Jess? Yeah, I'm back. I decided to just. Ooh, quality went way down, but. Oh, it did it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you sound like old timey radio. Your mom sounds like old timey. This this time on Final Fantasy X. He just gets into a hot heap of trouble. What will he do? He's out of the frying pan and into the fire. <laughs> this is his story, by golly. He's knees. Okay, we were talking about Riku. Oh, we were? Yeah. And about how, like uh, Kamari, how she's just kind of a character that I didn't use much. Unless there was a Machina on the field. I had to dismantle it. I used her all the time because I liked her. <laughs> she, was, she was spunky. She was spunky. And when she cast magic, it was the cutest thing in the entire world. Yes, it was. She, she didn't cast magic. Just... Huh? She didn't cast magic much for me because to do that, you had to go down other other characters' spheres. Yeah, you had to have her in your party to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, before we talk about the, like, the characters in the story... Um, Let's talk about the, like the level up system, which is the sphere grid. Um, yeah, are we gonna talk about some of the mini games too? Let's okay, Dustin. Let's talk about mini games. No, no, no. Let's yeah, yeah. I want to go on sphere grid. Let's go on sphere grid. Okay. Let's I don't like sphere grid. grid. It's pointless. What? What the <laughs> hell, man? It's only. It's... No wait, no. Hold on a second. I'm gonna attack you for a second. Did you really just say? Oh, I just want to talk about the sphere grid so I can complain about it. No, I don't, I don't like the sphere grid much. Unless you're the type of person who wants to go off the beaten path and, like, do some crazy character development stuff. I sure like, do. Like, why, if you're playing this game normally, why wouldn't you want the healer, char- the, the healer character to be good at healing or the magic character to be good at magic? Like, why would you want the heavy melee a fighter to be, I don't know, the whatever character. It's like, why would you diverse off the path? And I think... Because you can? <laughs> because it's there? It's there, but why would you? Uh, I'm back. Back. Do I sound stupid? No. Fine. Why is he nope. doing that? So instead, so... Unless you're looking to beat, like, Omega Weapon or something, why would you... Oh, Mega Weapon is just the tip of the iceberg, man. Well, whatever's past that. Like, why would you, quote-unquote, break this, the system and go off the beaten path of these characters? I have a reason. Okay, I have a great reason. Because I want Yuna to be God. <laughs> I, want Yuna, I want Yuna to be able to fight everything. And that's the best part of it. Is Not only can Yuna be God, but Orin can be God. Like, I had Orin healing all the bitches. Yuna was never in my party. I never had, like, Yuna was never there anyway. So I was Orin's going to learn white magic. He's going to learn black magic, too. I don't need any of the girls. I just need Orin, Waka, and Titus. I guess, that's pretty much how my game went. I guess I'm just not the type of person to, like, do extra stuff. So if, if if I see Yuna as a healer character, I'm gonna keep her as a healer. I guess that's it's, it's the way I play games. So that's true. You're a you're a what is you you go by the stereotypes. I don't classes. All by the system. Hey, in Final no, Fantasy XII, like one thing I liked about Final Fantasy XII is you could develop 
the characters the way you wanted to. Yeah, but that was stupid. <laughs> it kind of made it pointless to have six characters when you just you can do it all like whatever you want with the, the three of them. So yeah, the entire game was kind of pointless. Like, oh look, here's some characters. There they go. <laughs> have fun. Oh, look, here's there a goes. war. Ah, there it goes. There it goes. Have fun. Well, I can't honestly. You know what I'm speaking of? Like this, what what what, do, what you could do with like customizing your characters. I still one of the games I think did it better, but only in Japan was Final Fantasy twelve. Oh yeah, because they had that completely different system. I don't really actually don't I don't know much about that. Um, um, they uh, they completely revamped the uh, license system and made it into something outstanding. So one one other thing about the the sphere system, and this is kind of nitpicking, but but about how you basically have to manually level up your character, and uh, if you're like me, just going down a, a single path anyway. It's just kind of pointless. It's like just, just, just give me those spells as I level up. But that's for me who, who didn't branch off in other paths. So that's okay. That's I okay. forgive you. Everyone else likes it. You don't, you don't like giving Yuna Flare or Ultima. Uh, you, no, you know what the best part about giving Yuna anything was is if, if you got her over in Orin's uh, Sphere Grid. Just it, the best part about her, about attacking with Yuna was that her staff made this satisfying like impact sound. Thwack. It just yeah, and it's just like you know, like it, it whenever it's whenever it only does like twenty damage, it's like oh that's cute. But whenever it does, you know, I think even the monsters surprised that this happened. It's like <gasps> when you do like when you when you hit like the damage limit, the mm-hmm. the upper damage limit. Uh huh. Oh, man. Oh, that was one thing that just killed me about Omega Weapon. I took forever, you know, beating it because I just wanted to get it over with. And uh, so I was underleveled whenever I played against him. Did beat him. Gave me armlets. Thanks. I don't use Kimari. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Now he has a strength break. That's awesome. Time for Kimari to shine. (laughs) He speaks in the... Doesn't he speak in the third person? or, Or does he not? I think he's... Yeah, I think he does. Uh, so, yeah, we all like the battle system. I don't like the sphere grid, but that's kind of irrelevant. Oh, and the mini... We gotta mention, like, the little side quest mini games, Like, uh... Like the Monster Arena, for one thing. You know, I have actually never done that. Oh my god, that's where... That's where most... That's where a lot of the outside fun comes from, is yeah. trying to beat the... Obscenely... Sadded monsters in the monster arena. Yeah, like the uh, like the hunts in twelve and the uh, hunts in thirteen. Like I just never really gotten into that because it's like just grinding, grinding, grinding to get super powerful, and then uh, I just I, um, I just really played just for the the main game. Really, have they ever topped uh, easement in twelve? Like the having that five. What was it? Five oh, I mean, like two-hour-long boss fight? No. The, the, like, five billion HP? Mm. Some of the fights in, in, in 13 can last a while, but nothing like that. Yeah, that was... That was interesting. It was half an hour, beat down his HP, go, exit, save, go back. I wonder if that was, like, a reference to, like, 
because this okay, it's going off slightly on 12 here, but like 12 was kind of like an offline MMO, and some of the early MMOs, like some of the bosses, took like hours to beat. I wonder if that was somehow like a reference to that. Probably was. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Mm. I'm surprised uh, it didn't make you wait till a certain time to even see. <laughs> yeah, it's like you had to play it at 2 a.m. in the morning for him to spawn. Uh-huh. And then you can fight him for an hour. <laughs> so, uh. But, of course, that real fight didn't. Of course, 90% of that fight was just tank and spank, and then the last 10 was like, oh god, why? Oh god. Oh god, he's. Oh god, he's raping my face. It's kind of like MMO bosses. Exactly. <laughs> so, the Monster Arena is, is like the end game. You fight super hard bosses and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what we should talk about? Hmm? Let's ball. What's ball? Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about how a rubber ball inflated with air can can be thrown underwater. Let's talk about that. How about we talk about how that ball cost me two hundred dollars? <laughs> oh we're talking about your own personal blitz ball. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, you have a blitz ball? Everyone yes, see a picture? I do. I have a uh it was uh the uh square made uh I don't remember exact if there was an exact number, but for uh as a pre-order gift, and for I think a year after the release of uh, Final Fantasy X, uh, Square Enix actually released uh, Blitz Balls, and it's a beach ball with the little the nubs on it and everything, and it's actually kind of amazing. Like it's a very well-made ball. I've had it for years now, and uh, and really, it's it's really cool. It was just very hard to find, and when I did find it, usually it was upwards of three four hundred dollars. And the the scariest part is, is that people were paying this much for it. Oh, so when I found one, I think uh, I found it for uh, 150, and then I wanted it there immediately, so I paid for better shipping. So I was like, "Oh, getting it." So yeah, and that's how I got a blitz ball. What was the first thing you did? Did you pretend you were on a blitz ball team? <sighs> I tried to do a backflip and broke my arm. <laughs> you tried to. <laughs> what was that? No. No, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this, though. It actually, even though I've had this Blitz Ball for, uh, I want to say four or five years now, I've had this Blitz Ball for quite a while. Even though I've had it for a very long time, I have actually never taken it in the water. No, you never should. No, Considering it was $200, I don't know if I will. You don't want it to, you don't want, uh, I hope it don't start rotten if you do take it in the water. Yeah, I, oh, I hope not. It doesn't look like there's there's no damage on it, so it should be good. Anyway, uh, Blitzball. I think, you know, that, and this is just me, but I actually really, really liked Blitzball. And half of it had to do with the fact that I really liked Waka. That adorable racist idiot. I love the crap out of that character. You mean, you mean Bender, Bender Bending Rodriguez Waka? He was doing Waka before, uh... Futurama was a thing, I believe. Uh, but but if we're, if we're going to go down that road, then uh, we can Futurama also call him. Futurama was uh, 1999. So was oh, was it? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty Holy sure. moly. Okay, so he was <laughs> doing that. You know who else he was? He was also Kimari. Right. Yep, John DiMaggio was also Kimari. And he, uh, well, you know, of course, he's he's Jake the dog. And he's also in uh, he's also in a couple other Cartoon Network shows, but he is also t- 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 Marcus Phoenix. And he was in Mad World. And he's Which been in a lot awesome of... Game. Oh, God, that game's great. For four hours, that's the best four hours I've done. I think he's the uh, smuggler in uh, Older Republic. In what? Or the um, 
the Mold Republic, the uh, Star Wars MMO. Uh, oh, well, no, I was, I, you were saying that, but you kind of just trailed off. I was like, is there something else you want to say, Joey? No. Let's talk about characters. Oh, yes. Let's, okay, since we've started with Waka, let's move on to well, Lulu. How do you think Tidus works as a main character? Perfect. Uh, mm, you mean Meg Ryan? <laughs> oh, come on. Is that really all you've got to bring to this? Is that your reason? I don't like Tidus because he looks like, what is this, 2002? <laughs> What's your the best thing is, is I ultimately like where the character went. Um, I did not like him through the first half of the game. And I know it's cliche to say, but his voice acting is just horrible. Aww. <laughs> Aww. 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 Now, here, hold on. Hold on. Before we go any further, I just want to tell you both that I am absolutely in love with James Arnold Taylor. Oh, he's a great voice actor. Oh, yeah. The voice and, is... And he, it, I actually... You know, I no, I'm going to use this of, as an opportunity. I'm sorry. I'm going to use this as an opportunity because I actually got to, uh, because I met him last uh, last fall. I met him and we got to talk about Final Fantasy X for a little bit. And a lot of the stuff, which, you know, I'm sure you noticed that the voice acting much improved in Dissidia and everything, which he was oh, right, very yes. excited to work on. I'm like uh, half of it on, on Square is not being new to, I'm not being experienced with like directing voice actors is, is, is half of what I, <clears throat> I blame. Well, actually, it was more the method that they did things in. Like, first off, the compression method was completely different, apparently. But also, you know, and this was something that James was actually, you know, like it, it kind of, you know, was strange to him because he had no idea, um, you know, what the character, because all they did was hand him a script that was, I think, all I think it was like three inches thick and uh, maybe even bigger. And they handed him the script. And they didn't tell him, you know, like, you know, it described what the character, you know, was doing and stuff, but it didn't, you know, he couldn't see it. They never got to see any sort of in-game footage. And, uh... Problem. Like, it got better as the game went on, I think maybe because he, he found the character. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the worst part, uh, the worst part about it was not only did that happen, but, you know, if the, uh, if the line did not fit the, uh, if, if the, if the line, the way it was spoken, didn't fit the way it looked in the cutscene, they would speed it up. Exactly. Or slow it down. Like, and... That's really apparent through a lot of the the dialogue it just seems sped up or and that's, rushing through it you know uh-huh and you know and it wasn't and it's funny because they didn't actually have the voice actors repeat it quickly no they just sped it up digitally mm. so uh you know and and again you know <laughs> it's it was uh apparently you know like and like you said they, they were completely new to it so they just kind of did it you know however they figured they were gonna do it and that didn't help when like I was already feeling kind of weird about the game because, um, you know, it was, it was, it was super linear. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, this, this voice acting, even though like, at the time it was, it was pretty new, like there wasn't a lot of games with, with voice acting like that. So it was still new, but I'm like, it's still not, it still sounds kind of weird. And, uh, Seriously. Um, anyway, uh, back onto the uh, the subject of Titus. Yeah. I actually really like. I enjoyed him throughout the first part of the game, but probably, you know, I had a lot of personal reasons for enjoying him. Uh, you know, a lot of it, you know, like the, the issues with his father and everything. I was like, okay, you know, I can agree with that. I can, you know, I can relate to this. And then, you know, him ended up being wrong and everything like that was very, uh, you know, like I, as as I found out more about him, like I just couldn't help but like him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, uh, like oh, that's why I ended up liking the character ultimately. 
Mm-hmm. And I also liked that even though, you know, here's a guy who, you know, at least, you know, in the past few games, while they had been pushed into situations that were strange, uh, you know, I can't remember, you know, I had only, I think I'd only played seven through nine at that point, And none of them had, you know, had their, first off, their entire life destroyed right in front of them. And then thrown into this world that they didn't know anything about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all things considered, I think he handled it, you know, incredibly well as a character. One you know, thing inst- about... Sorry. Huh? Uh, instead of, uh, instead of him having to, you know, in- instead of him freaking out and, you know, going, okay, I'm just gonna die here. He's like, all right, well, let's, let's do this. Let's get out of here. Let's do this and let's do that. He was a very, you know, like he, he kept going and that really, you know, that was another thing that was really really cool to me is that he just kept going even though he was faced with you know something that a lot of characters weren't faced with until you know at least a few hours into the game he got it within the first 20 minutes one neat, one thing I liked about the uh, uh, storytelling in 10 was since um, Titus it, it is a fish out of water story like he's not from this world so we were able to learn about this world as he did so it was a great way to introduce kind of a unusual you know concept for a world is a world like with the 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 summoners and all that stuff and so like as a player we learned about it when he did as opposed to like say 13 where it throws all this complicated uh, jargon stuff at you and expects you to read a a codex to learn about it and so Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're like utterly confused in 13 for the first few hours because you don't know what the heck's going on both 10 uh, like you know it, it's it says like oh what's that thing it says oh she's doing the the, the summer's dance and sending the spirits off to the far plane i'm like oh that's neat cool cool <laughs> hey, dead people sweet dead people oh speaking of the i'm just bringing this up as a little random trivia thing you know they that there's connections between yes 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 we know of course we Seven know. and ten? Of course yeah. of course we know that, Dustin. <laughs> Come on, Dustin, really? We even talked about that in the Did last we? podcast. Yeah. Wait, you I think oh, that's yeah. common knowledge I... for anyone who's read up on it. But yeah, like uh, ten and, and seven are apparently connected um, because of the live stream and the far plane are the same are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Which is kinda neat. I like that. That is pretty cool. And uh you know, and there were other things like, you know, them saying, uh, or, you know, at least Nomura, he, he said it in passing. He probably was joking. But, you know, there's actually a lot of evidence to, you know, to to support it. Uh, and that was that uh, that the worlds themselves, like it was the same world. And, you know, if you if you think about it, if, if the worlds are, you know, thousands of years behind or ahead of each other, that's that's possible. It's completely possible. But, you know, again, it was probably just something he was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And everyone went, oh. <laughs> so you think maybe like the dress fears from 10-2 or like the materia? They're materia. Holy crap. The spheres are materia. Stop the presses. We just figured everything out. I'll make, I'll make sense now. <laughs> So hold on. How maybe maybe Kamari it? species turned into uh, what, what uh, Red's, Red 13 was. <gasps> I I actually convinced someone, you know, it was very mean of me to do, but it worked. I, I think, uh, oh, this was, it was almost like, 
oh god, I had to have been like five, six years ago. I convinced someone that Orin and Red Thirteen were the same character. <laughs> How is that even possible? How, Dustin? I put up a very good argument. I, I wish I could remember half of it. I really went in detail. I, if, ooh, if I can find that chat log, I think. Oh, that's that was great because they were like, they were like, how is it even possible? I was like, well, first off, you know, they to- they already said that Final Fantasy X and or you know, that Spira and the World in Seven are the same. And you know, they were like, yeah, well, and I was like, yeah, well, why would the World in Final Fantasy? And then yeah, like I just you know started going off on a dead person that never played the game. So that made it even easier. That's pretty funny. Um, oh, it was great. What do you guys think anyway, about Yuna? I, uh, I like which her. Unit, which Yuna are we talking about? The Yuna in the game. I think overall we should just overall like in ten and ten too. Right. I I thought you know that she was pretty. She like th- there were times where I just really didn't agree with how she reacted to things, but I guess it's hard to do to react to anything whenever, you know, you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to walk across this continent and die. That was one thing I didn't get, though. Why? Who Who would? You know, well, I understand. That you know, was, maybe like, it's... printed on, like, on her by, like, uh, generations of... Yeah. Uh, ...summoners, you know, so... Uh-huh. But she, she, she didn't know, like, any other way to, to think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, wish that, uh... She, it, that... It's not that she... It's also that her, her father did yeah, it. Yeah, plus her father. And, it, mm-hmm. and countless others before her have done it. And who is she to change things? <clears throat> Didn't stop her from getting on that damn airship. <laughs> oh, no. I'll just walk. I'll just walk. <laughs> no, there wasn't an airship back then. Like There weren't airships back in the end. No, no. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there, there was an uh, airship, but it, it was like at the bottom of the ocean. And yeah, did, and then they brought it up. Yeah, was, yeah, I didn't see Yuna say, no, I'll walk the yeah, rest Yuna, of the way. Yuna didn't know about it. Yeah, but like, one theme in uh, 10 is, even the name Spira, is like everything's in a loop, in a spiral. And uh, the story is kind of them breaking breaking the cycle. <clears throat> That's one thing I, I did like about it. You know, it was kind of like, of course they will. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just don't... Oh. You know, well, and there's another thing. Why did she? You know, if she's so set on walking, I didn't see her ass complain when she got on that chocobo. <laughs> she she wasn't like, no, I'll walk. We. She just rode a. <laughs> she just rode a chocobo all the way there, or Seriously. a Seriously. Of course, of course, she'd be severely under. Of course, she'd be. She'd be severely underleveled. What if true? She, what if she rode a chocobo the whole way? Yeah, that's true. She'd get there, she'd be like level three. Oh god! <laughs> that is one thing you can do in twelve is you can beat the game without leveling up. <laughs> or so told. Yeah, he did it. Me? No, I didn't do it. I thought you did it. Why? why? Okay, why would me, the person who said that they don't like to break from the the rules of a game, not level up in Final Fantasy twelve? Yeah, I was just thinking that. You. <laughs> oh, you didn't do the hunts. I didn't do the hunts. But... Joey was probably like, level up! Yes, please! <laughs> I actually I actually spent like two hours just uh, grinding in that game because I didn't level up enough. Joey, you're yeah. the guy who goes straight for the heart piece, aren't you? <laughs> <clears throat> like, three heart challenge? No! <laughs> I've, I've done that in Ocarina of Time. Oh, that that is so hard. In, in my younger days. It, you know, it was, it was a fun thing to do, but 
it, every time I saw that heart piece, I was like, oh. Well, I think that's how you feel about leveling up. I did a, the three heart challenge, but I, um, I didn't do the version where you can't die. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I eventually did it, but it was not. Uh, I mean, I beat Ganon wearing iron boots and only using Daikin boots. So there you go. <laughs> Um, okay, so Yuna, we're not kind of iffy about. I like, like I said, I like Yuna. I just, you know, but part of me is a little wary of how much she grew in two years. I mean, I understand that she kind of, you know, all of a sudden had a life to live, but, you know, I imagine someone who didn't have a life to live before would do very, you know, normal things, especially considering all the. She's already seen the entire damn continent. What is she doing looking for spheres yeah. and shit? I understand, you know, oh, Tidus, meh. But, you know, she... It did uh, I just don't see why she could... Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I expected Yuna, the accountant. Yeah, we can talk about the complete uh, tonal shift in the sequel. And whose she, hair grows that long in two years? I don't I think that's... I don't think that's really her hair. I think... Be, you, you think she has extensions? I think it's just, like, you know, horse hair or whatever. Shoe puff hair. <laughs> She stole it from Waka. Because the why the, the heck thing. would she grow her hair like that? Uh, actually, you know, here's a here's a good theory for that. Because I was just thinking, uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, cultures, it's a tradition to, you know, when things have changed, to cut your hair uh, to symbolize a new beginning. It could very well be that that's because her hair is obviously shorter. It could be that that's the hair she cut off, which is just creepy. I don't think it's her hair. I think it's just part of her outfit. Yeah. That's probably true. I, mean, I, I had an argument with a friend once. It might have been you. And like I was it looking was. at pictures trying to like see if it actually connected to her head. And I found out, oh, it's actually connected to her underneath her hood and all that stuff. But No, it's not. It's connected to her head. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I will look up evidence, sir. Um, okay, so the supporting cast. Um, I think we kind of... Did we, did we go over Waka or do you want to go over him again? Well... I would say I like the characters well enough. Like, I like Lulu and Waka and all that. But, uh, and Oren's an important character. But ultimately, I didn't think they really added much to the story past, like, just bringing out some, like, their own beliefs and all that stuff. I think that each character provides a point. Uh, go ahead, Destin. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, point. I hate to say this, but I think Oren made more of an impact in another game than he did in. Final Fantasy X. Kingdom Hearts 2? Yeah. Where he looked at Hades and said, Go! Yourself. <laughs> and Hades was like, What? And Hades did. <laughs> he, he did. He just like, I, I think, Oh, God. No, he was the most important thing in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, sure. Organization 13. Whatever. Did you see how Orin told Hades to go to hell? <laughs> he was already in hell. Yeah. Well, like, a character like Lulu, th- there's no story importance with her. Um, there is. There's actually, uh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry to, to argue on it like that, but there's a lot of like I said, each each character brought their own uh their own thing to the table. Like um, actually, you know, I think Riku didn't really have you know much other than you know help others despite what they may think about you. Um, but you know, like you look at Waka who had to overcome prejudice, which you know. He kind of succeeded that. Hey, he learned Albed at the end of Final Fantasy X-2, and he named his kid Vadina, which is future in Albed, which is a terrible name for a child. I mean, 
name my son my son Vadina. He's not going to get beat up ever. Mm. Um. Anyway, uh, you know, he he overcame prejudice, which you know is, is something that's hard, especially whenever it's kind of, you know, like he's it. Th- that entire world had a lot of you know prejudice, especially against Albed, beaten into their head. You know, they were very, you know, oh, don't use Machina. Albed were like, whatever, we'll use Machina, and they were like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Death to the heretics. Exactly, you know, it was a lot of, and that's the worst kind of prejudice is when it comes religious because it could have very little to do with, you know, skin color or anything, you know. The, uh, the very truth of things. <clears throat> yeah, so I can see that with with Waka, and like, um, I do agree with that. Uh huh. Like on that uh, little, like, uh, character development and all that. But what about Lulu? Uh, the thing with Lulu is that you know, well, she had just lost. Well, not just, but you know, she had lost her. Uh, she had she's guard I think she was the guardian of what two or three I think she she had been yeah it was two at least she one had, there was a she, she lost had, that one in the cavern of the stolen faith yeah yep she she lost that summoner she stopped uh being serving as guardian to that other guy and then she also lost her boyfriend so she had to overcome a lot of a uh, personal loss and on top of that continue on so and that's she also- that just had to figure out how the hell her outfit fits together. <laughs> she had buckling, to climb mountains in that thing. Buckling all those belts every morning. Yeah, but. So I think her. I don't, her I don't think that uh, those things are 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 relevant to anything in, in the game. Um. Well, past, actually, like, like past, there's a reason. I guess, like, to show what happens when when summers fail, maybe. Uh, not only that, uh, you know, I, I agree with that, but more that she has experienced a lot of the death that this uh, that sin can bring. Yeah. So she, you know, and uh, I think she served in uh, for Titus in a lot of ways. She served as a as almost like a like a big sister and a and a uh, oh, what's a good word for it? Um, you know, she really she really helped him understand the world that he was living in now. And, you know, who better than someone who's lost that many lives or had that many changes happen to them? Because, you know, she lost her parents just like Waka did. Uh, lost her parents, lost her boyfriend, lost a guardian, or lost a summoner. And then, you know, she stopped guardian, be, uh, being a guardian to this one person. And uh, I think, you know, she serves as, you know, a symbol of that to Yuna as well. You know, she's been through a lot of suffering. You know, even just because it didn't happen in the game doesn't mean that she didn't go through it. So and, maybe I'm looking at this... As like I wanted the characters to have more of a story impact, but really they just kind of have imp- like their own own personal stories, kind of like show different aspects of what life is like on this on this planet. Mm-hmm. To say what you will about thirteen, one thing I liked about it is how every character impacted the story in some way. That's true. That did you know thirteen did have that going for it, but you know like sometimes I think the more subtle a character's impact on the story is, the more impactful it actually is because you know it's everyone's influenced by what's going on around them, and you know you know what I mean. Yeah, we talked a little about bit about uh, Kamari. Um, Hornless. Hornless. And uh, Orin, like Orin. Oren served, you know, just like Dustin said, Oren was, he, he he did very well in Kingdom Hearts 2, but I have to admit, I think Oren's, you know, there, there was a lot of Oren. I'd actually like to see more of what yeah. happened. I wanted more, I wanted, I want Oren to have his own game. I hate to say this. I'd love to see a, 
I'd love game to see with, him with uh, him and Inject and um, Roska. <laughs> Roska, yeah. They could call it awesome. Final Fantasy, comma, Jacked 2. <laughs> oh, what about Final Fantasy Negative X? So it would be Final Fantasy seven. Dash Negative X? <laughs> um, no, no, even better. Final Fantasy X minus 7. <laughs> Wait, no, it was 10 years. I'm sorry. Final Fantasy X minus 10. So Equal. Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's one of those cases where... It's like the backstory seem more interesting sometimes than the actual thing going on. Oh, like Seymour's. I wanted to find out more about what was going oh, on. Oh, like, yeah, Seymour. Let's talk about the villain. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because... What's, they, what's up with his hair? No, serious. No, seriously. What the hell? Listen. The, the problem is cross-species breeding is what happened there. Oh, yeah, that was just a joke. I know. mean, if you... If you're gonna, you know, if we're gonna attack his hair, we might as well attack his ribs too. Have you seen his abdomen? It looks like, like, you ever seen a, like a, like a boogie board or a wave board or something like that that's been left out in the sun too long, and so like the the protective cover on it's kind of crackling, and it's just, and that's that's Seymour's stomach. Hmm. Well, I and think get... like a lot of guado just like their skin is just weird. They're like yeah, trees. They... So. So. Yeah, which I, I... I... huh? I get it, but that was a, just a joke. Like, what do you think of him actually as a villain? As a villain, I actually thought he was, uh, he had a lot of purpose. Um, unfortunately, he did fall into the, uh, um... He was, he was a stalker, from base, basically. Yeah, it's real. He, I wouldn't say he was a stalker. I mean, Yuna kind of walked into it. She didn't, she didn't exactly, you know, go, oh, Seymour, I'm gonna go this way, and he followed her. He was more of a, I, I think, Hello? Hello? Yep, my loss just again. Um, well, good news is Braylith can join us for the X2 talk. Huh? Huh? Am I here? You're here now. Yeah. I was, I was, I, I was talking still, and it just, and you guys were like, "Oh, we lost you," and I was like, "Oh, they want me to shut up." We couldn't hear you, and which oh. means that's weird. Um, can you oh. hear me back? Yeah, you're good. Go on. Um, boof, boof, boof. What was I going to say? Oh, I was in the middle of saying something. Uh, you know, You're so. About Seymour. Yeah, and, you know, you look at Seymour and you think, okay, well, here's a guy who, you know, has got a lot of things going for him. He's a maester. He's, you know, he, he's. he. But he had to work to that point and he started his life basically hated. You know, like, sure, there may have been, you know, a couple of people, you know, his mother, for one, uh, you know, who loved him and stuff, but he was. His mother. And, you know, his very existence was hated so much that to protect him, his father sent him to an island with his mother to live alone. Well, why? It's not... Okay, so this is obviously backstory that may not be available, like... In... Oh, it is. Really? It's so, like, it why available. was he hated and why was he sent away? He was ha- The reason he was hated, which, you know, again, this is available in the game. You just have to... Uh, there's a lot of extra stuff you have to do. Um, but... The reason he was hated was again because he was in a he was the product of a cross species relationship a cross species that wasn't exactly that you know first off was as far as i know unprecedented you know guado and humans just did not get anywhere together and the uh and jeskel had married a human to uh to he tried to use it to make bonds between humans and guado better 
and it ended up outraging Guado, especially whenever he had a son who was half human. So, you know, Seymour is basically a halfling, and you know, because and because he was so, you know, so unprecedented, and he just, you know, things like him were not supposed to happen. So, just like you know, in nature or anything else, he was hated. He was hated just for being what he was, for being different, for being part something else. I never yeah. got the impression when playing the game that people hated him though, because he was a maester. Uh, oh he, yeah, he you know, worked, he, he worked for that. He, yeah, he, but, he he actually if he weren't a villain, he'd be a very awesome hero. He would be because you know, uh, and, and again, you, yeah, that some, was you would think at some point in the game though, someone would be like, would be like, uh, you know, oh, that Seymour Guado is abomination to to Yevon. Oh, I think. I think what happened is uh, because, you know, the re- his point of redemption was actually, you know, and this is the first part of Seymour's backstory that you actually see in game. When you're traveling through Xanarkand, uh, you see images of him and his mother. His mother took him all the way to Xanarkand so that he could, uh, so that he could beat Sin. And he was a child. So he watched his mother die before his eyes to become a faith so that he could do the, the grand summoning and he couldn't. He couldn't bring himself to do it. So he ended up going back into hiding and then coming back out gradually. And because his mother had sacrificed herself to, you know, make it so that he would be loved, the Guado did love him. Well, you know, love him to a point. And uh, unfortunately, by the time that they grew that love for him and, you know, found that respect for this ch- for this person who had been through so much, it was too late. He so, kind of brought it inside from all the bitterness and hatred exactly exactly and you can't live alone on an island and not go crazy so he look you know at, and that's how at, he got uh, honored look at that movie with Tom Hanks what was it maybe Castaway Castaway I think those are two completely different stories there's a lot of parallels when you think about I'm, it I'm pretty I'm pretty sure though that at no point in his life did Seymour have a blitz ball with a face on it no, that would be hilarious. That would be kind of fun. Let's ball! Let's um, So Seymour's ultimate goal is to destroy the world so no one can suffer anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, and he thinks that that's a good thing. He thinks that, you know, he's gone through enough suffering and that the world has gone through enough suffering that rather than, you know, beat Sin, which, you know, he knew that that was just a cycle that Sin was just going to keep coming back. So rather than beat sin, die himself, and, you know, let people, you know, eventually suffer again, he said, okay, I'll just kill everybody. So, remind me of why sin exists. Sin exists, actually, it was a, uh, oh, what, what's the exact, it was a, it was a summon, basically, actually. Yeah, it was the, it was the, the it was a grand summon. Mm-hmm. It was the first grand summoning, really. Mm-hmm. By a guy named Yui Evan. But it was led by uh, Unalexa's father, and uh, Yu Yevin. Actually, he he led the ceremony. It was uh, it wasn't just him though. It was actually most of the uh, the people in uh, in Xanarkand during that war, uh, because there was a war between Spira and Xanarkand. And Xanarkand in another city. Oh, wasn't it another city? Was it? Well, I thought, I thought it was in a, a ten-two, they kind of imply it was between uh, Xanarkin and Bavel, which is like the cap, like 
Oh yeah, you're you're right. You're right. I thought it was just through you know with Spira in general. Uh, like they just decided we don't like you guys. <laughs> no, the hell with you guys. Um. Anyway, what happened actually, uh, and this is uh, this provides two big parts of the story. Uh, all of the summoners in Xanarkin gathered, and you know, you Devin, uh created Sin. They you know created this summon, but at the same time, they also created the Dream Xanarkand. It took all of their life force to create Sin and this Xanarkand, but something that uh, you know, I think they go over. In I the thought the Dream Xanarkand was created after they realized that. Sin was going to destroy everything. And no. So they wanted, like, uh... No, that was... It was because by the time they got around to making Sin, everything was just about destroyed anyways. Okay. Yeah. Was... It, it, it was basically a uh, preserved memory of what they had, you know, which they, they say in the game, too. They, they were all memories. Yeah. Uh, which is why, you know, Shuyin exists and why Shuyin and Titus are so related. Um, but... Oh, what was I going to say? Uh... Another thing that uh, the reason Sin's purpose actually isn't to punish, believe it or not, it's to keep uh, Spirit in check. Not so much punish, it's to keep it uh, because the Dream Xanarkin is actually, you know, it's the only thing keeping uh, Spira from, the, the current Spira from finding out about Dream Xanarkin is Sin. It's protected by a magical barrier. That's why uh, Jack was able to swim to Spira. Because he, it's only so far away. What Sin does is make sure that the Machina in Spira never gets to the point that it can, uh, that they would be able to find Xanarkand. Mm-hmm. So it's basically squishing them every time they grow up a little more. Right. It's putting them into a stasis. Mm-hmm. So that they have to remain in a state of, you know, like their technology stays just so. Uh, you know, and that's why, just- you know. Just enough to be comfortable, but not too much to be advanced. Now, is that you, Yevin, like as a person or whatever's left of them, saying we don't want this war to happen, we don't want war to break out again, so we have to make sure it never gets to that point? Well, at some point along the line, you, Yevin, just kind of lost it, literally. Yeah. He, 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 he <clears throat> sort of lost himself in the summon. Right. Well, that's what I mean, like whatever is left of them, whatever thought's driving him. Um, yeah, no, basically... No th- uh, there are no thoughts driving him. He's just—he's literally on autopilot. Well, yeah, it basically goes. Uh, you know, it started with uh, destroy the Machina in Spira to destroy. You know, it, it basically went from that statement. You know, destroy the Machina in Spira to you know halt any sort of progression towards Xanarkand to destroy the Machina in Spira to destroy Spira. Um, that's why, you know, like uh, Yuna even says in game that a, a lot of the time, a lot of people don't gather in the same place. They don't make big cities. There are not a lot of, you know, grand places in Spira simply because right, like, it's dangerous. Whenever they start uh, coming together, that's when Sin attacks. And they say, like, Luka is, like, the biggest city they have is because mm-hmm. that's where the Blitzball tournament is or whatever. And, yeah. And they, and they, can, they are constantly... It's, like, heavily defended. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here's, here's two little questions... Um, like after listening to the uh, the uh, Spoonie review, um, uh, that I, um, I think you just got wrong. Uh, Jekt is from Dreams Zarenkind, right? Absolutely. Okay, and Orin is from Present Day Spira. Like, yes. Like ten years ago. Okay, because I was just wondering that because it, it, I mean his review, I think he had the thoughts completely backwards. Okay, so um, you know at this point. It'd be, wouldn't it be a good idea to bring Raylith in? 
Yeah, right. or ten two will do that. So, uh, is, is there anything else you want to say about ten? Oh, how do you think it's held up after the after uh, ten years? Having played it three, uh, you know, again having started it over, I believe it was three months ago. Um, I think it still really holds up. There's a lot of, you know, sure, you know, the, the voice acting isn't as great, etc. But it's it's a game that, you know, if you have a memory you can attach to it, it's going to stay. It's not a game where, you know, you look back and you go, oh, well, that's not as, you know, that's not as great anymore. Yeah, like, it's, I, I think I think the uh, voice acting, fine, whatever. Um, I think some of the animation and the facial expressions haven't aged very well. But I think the game is, is, is really solid. Mm-hmm. Like, as a game. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the music, though. We never really talk about the music. Uh, yeah, the music... This, this was... Hmm? Wasn't this, like, one of the last games that Nabooi Monsi was heavily involved in, as far as... Final yeah, Fantasy? and, like, from what I understand, he only... It was, like, half half of the soundtrack. He, he didn't... Yeah, he didn't do everything. He only did half of it. Um... But yeah, no, the, the soundtrack, I think, for Final Fantasy X is another thing that makes it very memorable. Because if you hear a, you know, if you hear a song from Final Fantasy X, you know it's a song from Final Fantasy X. Uh, one of the big problems I have with the soundtrack is that they completely changed the Chocobo theme. It felt like it was something that was completely unnecessary. Like, you know, like, if there's anything, you know, you want to keep, you want to keep it a Final Fantasy. You want to make things familiar. If you're going to put Chocobos in there, you have to have do 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 oh, they did have it in. No. no, they didn't. It was uh, it went dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Hmm. I'll have to listen to yeah. So yeah, uh, um, Final Fantasy X uh, still holds up in in some ways, not in other ways. Um, the game definitely has its haters, but uh. Um, oh, definitely. Oh yes, it does. But hold on, I'm gonna come back to your point there on the chocobo thing. It, yeah, it was there. Was it? it yeah. I, mean, I can play it right now if you want. I'm, really? I'm almost, I'm almost 100% sure it, it was. You... It was just very interpolated. Hmm. I, you know, I suppose you're right, but I mean, it just it felt unnecessary. It's not like keep... in 10-2 where they just completely butchered it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you mean where they took out the victory theme too? And like it, those felt like unnecessary changes. Like if you're going to change something up, why don't you change... You know, part of the gameplay or something. Don't change the soundtrack that is, you know, remained true. It's not like it's, you know, uh, people are like, oh, that's so stupid. When people hear the Chocobo theme, they know what it is. They go, oh, yay, Chocobos. They don't go, oh, Chocobos. Well, let's take a little break. And uh, when we come back, we'll have Rilith here and we'll talk about Final Fantasy X-2. We're back. And we are have we? Rilith with us. Hey, I thought this was about not the right thing, but I can do <laughs> I tried to tell you over over the only way I can talk to you is over Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, because I'm I'm not on any other thing. Yeah, so I said, you catch hey, for that. the Final Fantasy Thirteen Two review will be happening, but first we've been planning a Ten and Ten Two retrospective. Would you oh, like okay. to join us? Yeah, so let's talk about Final Fantasy Ten Two, the good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. I thought you wanted to talk about. Wait, I thought you wanted to talk about. No, that, that was pre-show. We're talking about Final Fantasy X-2 now. Yeah, this is Final Fantasy X-2 time. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, can I, can I make a confession here? Yeah. Can I make a confession here? I learned, like I, I learned all of the choreography for the opening dance. <laughs> all of it. Me too, but it doesn't look as good when I wear the dancer dress fair. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the lace skirt, the lace yeah. skirt doesn't do anything for you, Jimmy. Nah, I mean, I get, I get, uh, I have some good uh, stat boost when I'm dancing. 
but uh, otherwise, it's not really worth so, it. So, imagine if you will, Final Fantasy X, one of the biggest RPGs come out at the time. People love it. And it's then, getting Then a they sequel. announce Final Fantasy X-2. And the first image you see, Yuna, wearing tight boy shorts. Yeah. With, boy with, shorts. With, with, some, with some guns. Tomb Raider style. Posing with her butt hanging out. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? On board, let's go. <laughs> go steam ahead. What were you thinking when you started that first image? I said, all Being right. Being the only girl here, I think I might as well give my opinion. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, actually, the first time I saw it, the, my first thing was uh, someone said, oh, they're making a sequel to Final Fantasy. And I was like, they don't make Final Fantasy sequels other than, you know, the the numeral games. And they were like, well, they're making a sequel to Final Fantasy X. And I'm like, you're a liar. And then they showed me the picture, and I was I like... the picture was fake when I first time I saw it. I did, too. I was like, no, this is stupid. She looks like a whore. I thought it was some really well-done, like, computer model someone did as, a, as, like, a, as like a joke. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't a joke. Yeah. That's what Yuna looks like. Yeah. Was, where did her gunner. dress go? The, the Grand Summoner. Yeah, she's a gunner pop star now. That's how you deal with grief when your boyfriend's a hologram. You sing it out. You sing it loud. You sing it proud. Dance it off. Yeah. Keep dancing, Yuna. Keep Yuni dancing can't the stop tears dancing. away. No one can stop Yuni dancing. No one puts Yuna in a corner. Exactly. Unless, That's, it's, that unless she's dancing. That kind of was just a defense mechanism. Like her doing all this crazy stuff. Well, she Seriously. wanted to find of her beloved hologram. <laughs> I think it was great that they were like, oh, you know, here, look, we found this sphere of Titus, and he was in prison and stuff, and that that never happened in the last game. Yes, it did. Or well, did. No, it didn't. Didn't happen like this. Sure it did. You know, just get on the damn airship. It's my fan fix. That's where <laughs> Bob Hill was your pilot. Uh, I have the best Final Fantasy X fanfic ever in my bookmarks, but you guys go ahead and just uh, just keep talking while I look this up. No, we're not talking about fan as fiction long as, it, as, long, as long as it isn't like slash fic. Oh, oh no! Oh my! This is slash fiction. This is no. This is seriously. You know, I, I Joey. I think. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this too. Wait, can, wait. Can you have slash fiction between two girls? Or yeah. Yeah, it still counts. Okay. It's called <laughs> Banana Rama. So. It, this is the first, I guess. Aside from, uh, is this before or after Dirge of Cerberus? Oh, this is well before. before Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, this is well, out. well before. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so the first sequel, technically, Final Fantasy V did have an anime, but yeah, this is the, the first sequel to uh, the less, Final Fantasy. But the, yeah, the less said about the Final Fantasy V anime, the better. Um, oh, it, Legend it, of the Crystals, <laughs> Butt Beam. Let's talk about that. It was pretty That's... interesting to see what happened to a world after you you save it, like how it changes. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I think, my favorite part about this game is seeing how, how Spira started to change and how the people started to change. Yeah, because they didn't have to deal with an immortal monster that was just wrecking their stuff every couple of days. Mm-hmm. So they got to cut loose, party down, and like all the time. Riku and Yuna's outfits aside, I think the idea of uh, people wanting to um, like, like find more about the history of uh, the place they live in without without fear of you know getting eaten by Space Godzilla. 
um, is, is actually pretty interesting. I think Yuna would would be someone who would be interested in that, like finding out more about the world she saved. Um, She'd also learn to laugh again. Ha 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 So, major tonal shift in this game. I think for the better. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, they went from, oh, oh, let's sacrifice everything and hopefully it turns out for the best to party down. That. Party down all the time. <laughs> Screw That's that! I'll thought about. Screw that! We're gonna have our cake and eat it too. Yeah, I, th- I think another uh, another good thing about uh, the the tone shift in Final Fantasy X two is that uh, it showed that things weren't just happily ever after. Like things didn't immediately just go, oh, you know, yay, eternal calm, we'll never do anything bad again. Yeah, everyone was like, no, this is my land. Oh, and then like... there were some crazy bees who wanted to get you Yevon back. They were like, yeah, let's let's just call it New Yevon. Yeah, like, like when once they you have a. Vote. A, a, a common enemy that's gone, then like just old hatred start to like to flare up like times a hundred, and that was kind of the idea here. That without uh, sin destroying everything, they had a chance to hate each other again. I know it's a beautiful story, mm. and they were already hating each other in the first place. Yeah, they already kind of hate each other anyway. You know who they really didn't like g- those out bed with their backwards talk? This is America. I mean, <laughs> this is Spira. <clears throat> freedom isn't free <laughs> i think the uh the, I, I think the people who got effed in the a the worst though were probably the guado who were like yeah sure seymour we'll kill the ronzo and then the ronzo were like oh yeah we have fangs <laughs> oh, oh dear good. ronzo suck kill them yeah no if you uh if you don't do particular things in final fantasy 10 2 throughout the uh course of the game the guado will become extinct huh like they've already taken him out of Mach- of uh, I'm sorry, Guado Salon. They were like, no, you know, LeBlanc has turned that into her Barbie house. I and, know. Uh, the guy who gave her a massage. <laughs> oh, oh, that was the worst part of that game. Yes, it my was. Oh yeah, modern massage time. Oh, uh, let's talk about like the uh, gameplay. Gameplay first. Um, they have a new battle system. It's dress spheres. Yeah, it's yeah, more akin to um, kind of like the job system from Five, where you can. But this time you can you can change uh, jobs anytime you want during during uh, gameplay. Which is which was awesome because I like the job system. Easily, I think my favorite part about the game is the battle system. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, you didn't like the riveting story. We'll get to that. <laughs> Gun, <laughs> baked again. <laughs> um. is going to check her what? Anyway, um, no, I, I agree the the gameplay. I actually, you know, recommend Final Fantasy X-2 to a lot of people, which immediately is always met with, mm. uh, you know, I, I believe uh, my statement is always, you know what had, you know what was a really good game, Final Fantasy X-2? No, hold on, let me finish. Mm. <laughs> okay, you can stop laughing now. I mean, from a gameplay standpoint, it's, it's, it's really fast-paced and interesting. I liked that the combat never really stopped. Like, you know, you had to pay attention to what you were doing, but also, like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like... I think that Final Fantasy X-2's combat system uh, was what Final Fantasy Thirteen tried to improve upon and just didn't really do well at it. Um, you know, like, because I just think that the way the the X-2 system worked, you know, it was very fluid. You know, you knew what was going on, and, you know, it wasn't... Uh, 
it, it, it didn't really mess anything up to, you know, switch between things, which I think in some ways worked with 13. But a lot of the times, if you didn't switch fast enough in 13, you were screwed. At least with 10-2, you had a chance. <clears throat> yeah. It, it, and, it's a lot less uh, second to second, like 13 is. Uh-huh. And, like, I liked how, like, the more you used the sphere, like, the better you got at it, the more spells you learned. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, also, you know, you could also just learn rather than, you know, just uh, use sphere a lot. There were a lot of sphere grids that gave you the same thing. You know, all you had to do was do your, your you know, pretty soldier transformation and all of a sudden you were, you know, it's like... Pretty Sammy. How long did it take before you just turned that off? The uh, transformations? Uh, I'd watch right. them once. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I, I turned them on the show. I, I watched them all the time, but... You had the full animation every time you switched spheres? I sure did. No, I didn't. Yes, I didn't. I was half the fun. It was great. You know, like it just every and oh, it yeah. was fun because it was fun to watch, but you know, after a while you just won't play it. Play the game. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's true. You know, sure, if you're if you're a loser. Oh yeah. I mean if you I am that's... a loser. Because I broke that game. I broke it hard. Hard It's not it's not, e- it's not hard to break that game. Oh, it's so good though when you do. Mask on. I, I don't like the way Cow. you're talking. I feel uncomfortable. So do anyway, do, um, I, do we have to go? Do I have to get out the spritzer? No, I might I'm have killing to get a the cow. Uh, instead of like a linear story, like in ten, um, this goes with different chapters, and you can choose which order to do the events in each chapter. And uh, I think a drawback of that is is the story never really gets into full. St- full swing until it forces you down a path. Seriously. And that was a big problem because... I would, I would say the same thing with 13-2. It has, has the exact same problem. Uh, it was... Uh, like the, uh, One of my biggest problems with 10-2 is that you got all of these awesome characters. The first thing the game does is go, look, here's a dude with an eye patch, a dude who's missing an arm and a leg, and <laughs> this guy. And I'm like, I want to know and, more about these characters. And they're hardly developed, and you can do some, you, you, you can do the side quest stuff. But, but even not, then, you don't learn much about them. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's just... like it focuses too much, as it should, kind of. I mean, it had it focused on Yuna, but then all the stuff happening around Yuna that she never gets really involved in. Like, like you said, like you want want to know more about these three three people. But you don't really get to. Yeah, you know, or you, you don't really get to know anything about any of them, really. You know, you get all of these new and interesting characters and all these new and interesting dynamics, and you don't really find anything out about them. Mm. You know, you find out, you know, you have your, your missions and stuff where you find out a little bit about them, you know, uh, <laughs> but, you know, all it just really didn't go very well in the game. You know, I get that we're supposed to be, you know, following Yuna through, you know, because Yuna was also, I still think, going through a lot of changes and, uh, you know, which they made apparent in the game as well, but it really just did not feel like, you know, it felt like, oh, here, here's some new characters. The end. Roll credits. Hmm. Yeah, it's just they, they didn't have time to develop any of these characters in, mean, in meaningful ways, because in between the main, the main underlines of the story, which I think is pretty good, with uh, Len and all that. <clears throat> they just have... Mm-hmm. Half the game is just meaningless stuff, for the most part. Well, you didn't like it when you had to, like, recruit people for whatever. 
or go to the calm lands and fight monsters no. No, or whatever. I can't remember any of the plot points of that game. Uh, you like the back rubs. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I, I remember that it was impossible like, to get like 100% on your own. Like I have a save file to go directly to that point. Actually, no. It is possible to get 100% on your own. I did I, on the first time through. I yeah, did it. the other thing. How it uh, hides more interesting backstory stuff behind like stuff you might not even, even see because it's hard to get to. Like, um, all the stuff in the uh, Den of Woe, or whatever it was. I mean, it, it should have been in the game. Seriously. So, the good part of the story is, is Len and Chuyin. Nah. I didn't like that part, actually. Uh, my favorite part of the story, and I know it's just... I, like, I just liked... I liked the Teen Girl Squad adventure. I thought that was the best part of the story. Oh, we, When they so were dealing we're... with LeBlanc... And they're like, oh, it's our nemesis LeBlanc. It reminded me of Sailor Moon, but like in a real good way. Um, should we talk <laughs> about like Pain? In a... but what? I actually thought Pain was going to be Lulu, and I'm a little sad she wasn't. time traveling Lulu? Yeah. Oh, do, that would have been wanna, awesome. You want to know why they didn't? <laughs> because Lulu's why? pregnant with Bobby. Oh, there's, <laughs> oh, there's that. And there's the fact that Lulu's uh, wasn't snarky enough. Uh, she was. She was, you know, sarcastic, but she was not. I want pain fun to be time traveling Lulu. Oh my god, that would have been great. <laughs> I want pain to be Adam Jensen. <laughs> Just put him in every game. I want pain to be Jensen Ackles. Oh, let's make him. He didn't ask for this. <laughs> so, am I the only one who got that last? I, I think I'm the only one here who got that last. Good. Entrance. Good. So you guys didn't really like the like the one stuff. Uh, I just didn't care for it. I felt it was just kind of meh. Like it was like, yep, I'm another person, but not really. I liked. I I liked. uh, I did like Len. I liked Len. I uh, was frustrated by Shuyin though, because here's this dude who is just gonna get shit done, and then we got Titus. Yeah. I'm like, like, I get character. Yes, he seriously was, but like whenever I compared the two, I was like, well, wait a minute. If you're what? supposed to be this guy, we're missing a lot of things here. You like so- Oren? How about we just have Oren's side story? Oren gets things done. <laughs> I play that game. How yeah, about, you I already pitched Final Fantasy, comma, Jet 2. Oh, yeah, let's do Jet. Oh, God, I missed talking about Jet, the best character in that game. Oh, actually, we skipped oh, over Jet. here, didn't we? Let's talk about uh, Morello. Talk about Jet. What do you like about Jet? Okay, Jet is awesome. He's all man all the time. He 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 gets things done. He doesn't give a crap. He he saves the world. He gets the girl. He did. That's how he had Titus. <laughs> and he's just great. He's a good man, a good father, and he's just all around a plus. Oh, good father. Seriously. Yeah. He made he, Titus a man. He, he did make he did make Titus a man, but now uh. Yeah, another thing we have to point out though is that you know Jack really did get a lot of stuff. He just he just did you know go for it. He was like, whatever, I'm drunk, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> does he gets he does man things? Like like get drunk. Well, like like become a monster, save his friends, <laughs> bro out. Oren had a bromance for Jet. That's why he looked after Titus. That's true. That's 
probably pretty true. Uh, anyway, the uh, the other game, the one where you are <laughs> the one where you're not piloted by Bobby Hill. Um. Oh, you know what? Uh, what was I gonna say? I actually met a. Now that I think about it, I met Jack's voice actor as well. Man, not as pleasant as James Arnold Taylor. <laughs> no. He's he's very sad. You know, maybe I just caught him on an off weekend, but you, you know, it's there are a couple of people, you know, especially you know, voice actors or you know. Uh, b-list celebrities and stuff who just you expect them to be not you know pleasant but you know at least you know, you don't feel sad walking away from them like i i think that was the first time i wanted to go back and give someone back their autograph because looking at it made me sad and well yeah because he he's jet from final fantasy that's kind of that sucks he's oh, not he's even just, he's not okay. even bit part on law and order let's see <laughs> uh agent k animated series he was corn fed and duck man. He was, uh, was, he was, he was one of the uh, uh, singing barbers in Person Monkey Island. And he was also uh, he was one he was a Transformer. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, but he was Grimlock, Garbatron, Gorbagorg. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, he was also Tronic. He was he was uh, Captain Blue and Beautiful Joe. That's right. Yeah. Oh, let's not talk about the Beautiful Joe cartoon, please. I was talking about the I was talking about the first two games. Oh, those are good. Anyway, Final Fantasy. Let's talk about the broken combo. <laughs> how to break that game? Does everyone know how to break that game completely and utterly? Let's hear about it. All right, this is what you do. Here's my pro tip: you get a Dark Knight sphere, you get another Dark Knight dress, and then you put it on top of a delicious white mage, and you have your Oreo sandwich of dark na- dark. Dark Knight, White Mage, Dark Knight, and you just, nothing can stop you. That's the only I'm not sure about that. Oh yeah, that's how I beat the game, because you just hit him with the uh, the Dark Knight spell that takes off HP twice, and then you heal it up completely with your White Mage, and nothing can stop it. <laughs> there we go. You want to beat All right. C-10 too. I yep. just that's used, uh, all I did was use full throttle. Like, uh, the second I got Payne's, uh, full throttle dress sphere that was it like i got her uh, there was uh there's a sphere grid that you just have like you only have to do one transformation and then you can use your uh your ultimate dress and i just used that for the rest of the game i'm gonna be quite honest that's pretty much what i did i was like full throttle there's swords everywhere done Hell yeah so as a sequel to final fantasy 10 and just as a game like what, what do you guys think of this a plus would play again <laughs> definitely well, I don't know if I'd play it again. I've fucked it enough time on that. Well, I... yeah, I agree. I wouldn't play this game again. <laughs> I would play. I would play this game again, but I think uh, I'm biased on that simply because I do, you know, love Final Fantasy X so much. So ten two, you know, for me is even though it, the story is very dry, like it's kind of a treat. You know, I'm like, yay, more. I mean, it's a fun game. It's novel. It's no deadly premonition. Yeah, it's really, you know, it's not oh, York. It's not the greatest uh, Final Fantasy sequel I've ever seen, Crisis Core, and uh, no. you know, but it's still, oh, I, I think the gameplay is really good. Huh? It's Crisis Core, the PSP one? Yes. It has, okay, never mind, that's, that's... What, no, dis, what, no, no love for this, this is... I don't know. I don't have a PSP. Dissidia? Dissidia isn't a sequel. It's more of a crossover fighting game, and it's the greatest Shut fighting me. game crossover ever made. Wrong. And... The greatest fighting game crossover ever made 
is Jack Fu. No. Super Nintendo. Oh, I have a friend who his favorite, like, one of her favorite games, uh, Final Fantasy X. But she hates in the sequel how, like, uh, Tidus comes back at the very yeah, end. Tidus. Well, actually, that was supported by things in the uh, in the first game. You know, while, while I agree, you know, I thought it was kind of if you know, I think it made more of it would have made more of an impact on you if he never came back. Yeah. Uh, but in the uh, in Final Fantasy X, well before you know we heard anything about Final Fantasy X too, uh, there was a thing which you know is another way you learn a lot more about Seymour and stuff too. If you go back to the Chambers of the Faith in the in each of the temples, you actually find like each of the uh, faith will talk to you and tell you something, uh, and each of them had something to say about how Titus was going to make it through this. You know they didn't say it right out. You know they weren't like, "Hey, kid, blonde kid, you're going to be all right. Don't worry, it's benign." You're uh, well, uh, do you think that was referring to the fact that once he disappeared, he was like, you know, he was back in Dream World or whatever? I think uh, what happened there. Or like uh, he went that, back to the far plane with the with arms. I think what happened there was less that he was. Uh, I think his disappearing like that was less because he was actually disappearing and more because he was transitioning. He was turning into a real boy. He was. Yeah. He he was going all Beauty and the Beast on her, but you know he decided rather rather than just stay calm and go okay okay we'll make it through this. You know hold me. He goes I'm gonna go now and he runs off the side of an airship and high fives his dad, which you know yeah yeah because yeah, that's his dad. That's how his dad had Titus was that he met his mom and he jumped off an airship and nine months later Titus was born. So like one of the main like story points in the game for me is letting go of the ones you loved and lost. And then what happens with Yuna? She gets Titus back. The- really? I didn't be I didn't get that super ending. Is that what happens? Yeah, like yeah. Titus comes back and No. Oh. So it, it just kinda... seems to contradict itself. Like Yuna should have learned a lesson. And I guess the <laughs> lesson is your love. Yeah. So hold on. You... <laughs> it's just the I guess it's just the way you said it. you're like Yuna should have learned a lesson. What did Yuna do wrong? <laughs> she hoped. She just dreamed. like to let go, like she was like searching for someone who's gone, and like accepting the fact that she has to move on. But no, he comes back. He's better than ever. He has better voice. He 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 acts better. He has better voices. Hey, Uni, I am back. Ha ha ha! And they're like, Oh, Titus, how would you? She doesn't want to accept the fact. She tries to kill him at the end. Pushes him off that cliff, saying, "You're not supposed to be here. You are wrong," and pushes him off. Good. Now that would have been a good. Sure that's not how it. I don't remember that. That uh, that's that's. Yuna pushes. Yuna pushes Titus off a cliff. You don't remember that? I, no. I think she wants to. I think she wanted to cause him some sort of structural damage to make sure that he was indeed real. It's not, and not just high, like. It's not a very high cliff, but she still does it. She does, and then he falls. You know, and he breaks his nose, and he's like, "Ow, you crazy!" And she's like, "Oh, I love you." <laughs> That's not how it happened, but that's how I'd like to think it happened. Um, would have been hilarious. But you know, on your on your point of how uh, you know she should have learned a lesson, she did learn a lesson. You know, in that respect too. You know, and that and is that was a reward. Yeah, and don't Get give up. Get your man back. Don't give up. Man boy. Oh, and there's actually what's funny is uh, in in the international version, you know, they do a you know like a sort of epilogue. You know, they her and Yuna or no Yuna Rico. Yeah. Go out on a uh, 
they go on this um, adventure together, like after Titus has come back, and they're all asking her, like, oh, so, you know, what's it like now that he's back? And she's like, oh, you know, we just kind of sit around the stage. It's like, wow, that's real lackluster. You guys don't go, you know, like, I know you've already explored, explored the world, but don't you think there was somewhere, you, you, you know, didn't he wake up and go, hey, you know what I'd like to see again? No, they're just like, well, let's just sit around. I want to go to Luca and play Blitzball some more. No. Stay let's here. Stay here forever, Titus. And then she pushes him off the cliff. Oh, I get it now. She pushed him off the cliff because she wanted it to be kind of like misery. Yeah, she's going to break him. Oh, you broke your legs. I guess I have to so, nurse you. Can't play for the Besaid Abes anymore. Anymore. Besaid Abes. with me. The Yuna Abes. Success or failure? Uh, pretty good. I liked it. I, I think Solid. it passed with. The, I think it passed with a C. Yeah, I liked it. It was fun. I mean, it was interesting to have something different than the first game. Um, I wish that this story was better. Well. More, more compelling throughout, I guess. At least it was. Hey, at least it's better than what Eleven turned out to be. At least it was better. Eleven than... was a well-regarded MMO, so. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's. Okay, at least it turned out better than fourteen. At least uh, it was better than Sonic should... the Hedgehog 2006. Shouldn't count oh, the. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't really count the the MMOs and the. Um, do you guys want to talk briefly about like what happened to the series after this point? Yeah, it turned into an MMO because they saw that sweet World of Work. I mean, uh, Work EverQuest well, money. I mean, just, I mean, beyond that, like the like the Final Fantasy VII stuff, and then how they announced three Final Fantasy thirteen games. Oh no, you're, you're forgetting Final Fantasy twelve and how long Final Fantasy twelve was supposed to come out. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that was like announced. That. Oh, 12 is great. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah. So, Final Fantasy, coming off of 10, they thought they were the business. The straight-up business. They were getting all the sales, all the women. It was going great. So then they decided, yo, you know what was really good? And the Japanese man was like, I don't know what. And they're like, how about Final Fantasy 7 again? And they said, sweet, let's make eight of them. <laughs> and they did. And, and, and then we got Dirge of Cerberus. Which I did not play and had no interest in playing because Vincent sucks. He's not. He's the worst. Whoa! Character. Hold the. Oh, hold right. on. Hold on. Listen. Back up that soul train. Yeah. First off. First off. No. Oh, he no. sucks. He's not a good character. Best character in that game is Sid. Shut up. Shut up, Rayleigh. Shut up. Now. Sid is an honest man who does an honest work in space. <laughs> now. Before before we go any further, I will say that I did play for, I think, uh, five hours. I played five hours of Dirge of Cerberus, and it's five hours I'm never getting back. As far as that um, game lasts five hours, I figured that game would have been over pretty quick. Yeah, it was like, well, you know, at first I was excited because I, I thought Vincent was a great character, you know, uh, and he'd always been one of my favorites. Like, my two favorite characters were Vincent and Rufus. Just, now, was, it just, was it just the... The gameplay that was bad, or was the actual story bad? The story was, ugh. you know, like it was just very. He loved. Okay, Joey, I'll tell you the story of of Dirge of Cerberus. So, so tell me if you haven't heard of this one before. So, Vincent goes to this New England town, and he meets a girl, and this girl is very super special, and he loves her a lot, but he can't really like get with her because he loves abstinence too. So, <laughs> at the end, he like 
he like fights some werewolves, and then and then they have a vampire baby. <laughs> That's Final Fantasy Surface. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to figure that out. Okay, I have <laughs> literally a story. Like, oh, well, is that literally what happens? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yes, it is. It's the problem with the girl. The problem with the girl is she's like ten. <laughs> oh no! Ow, my everything. <laughs> anyway, back to how much Dirge of Cerberus was a piece of garbage. Yeah. Um, luckily, they didn't make four more of those. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to take a little break. <laughs> well, Crisis Core was good, right? <laughs> Crisis yeah. Core was amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so the reason I picked up Dirge of Servers before we get too far away from it is, you know, not only Vincent but Gact. You know, they. I, I'm pretty sure they had all the chick money in that game. They're like, look, it's Vincent Gacked. Valentine, but <gasps> gasp. Guess who did the guess who did the theme? Gacked. Uh, guess who's gonna be in the game? Gacked. Uh, so of course, you know, being Colonial me, Gacked. I was like So they had a really good crossover. <laughs> Come on, Gacked is awesome. Don't Yeah, Gacked oh. is pretty cool. Anyway, you, um, he, yeah, I'm not gonna slight Gacked because he was the voice of Kinchiro and he did a quite good Kinchiro. Wow, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? He he no. was in the new Fist of the North Star, Gacked was Kinchiro. Things I did he not does know. Feel good. He does oh. oh, and he was a writer, man. <sighs> he was cancer. He was. Yeah, I think this one is gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna weigh out. I don't know if you know much about Fist of the North oh, Star. I, I, oh, <laughs> I know. I know. But I just had to mention it. Is <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gak is <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> yep, he's Fist of the North Star. He's Fist of the North Star. He was in. Okay. Okay. So yeah, my original cool. point was, I think after ten two, uh, Square Enix kind of realized all we have is really Final Fantasy now. Yeah. So, and they, I, they oh, they, oh, they had to. Was this before or after they had merged with Enix? I think was ten two a Square Enix or was it just SquareSoft? Oh my bad. Gak was not Kinshiro. He was another guy. He was Ray, wasn't he? No, he is Seiji. Oh, no, I, man, that's none of the characters I expected. Anyway, um, no, I think it was, I think it was either directly after or right before, uh, because yeah. I know that they did the merge before, uh, didn't they do that merge before they did Kingdom Hearts? Mm, barely. Uh, what brought about the merge was, uh, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within nearly tanking the entire studio. Yeah, I have my, uh, 10-2 case here with the worst box art box art ever and it is square remix so. okay yeah that's what i thought do you think thought... they just needed a product with a quick uh, turnaround and they Excuse didn't me. so they say what well, we, we have these assets here let's just make another let's make a, a quick and dirty sequel of uh, final fantasy 10 i wouldn't be surprised if that was actually how that game was made let's see well uh, hey square i want to call it quick is... and dirty but it was you know definitely wasn't as big as it's Predecessor. You gotta admit, Square Enix has grown a bit since then. Yeah, now they make Deus Ex. Yeah. They should make more Deus Ex. I mean, that's what saved the company. Not not the Enix part. Yeah, Deus Ex. Adam Jensen. You saved us all. Deus Ex Enix? Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, let's do, let's do no, a crossover. I think another, another thing that really helped uh, Square is that they started working on uh, doing figures and stuff, too. And I don't know how many, you know, Square Enix, you know, like any, any <laughs> of the figures they make. Holy crap, their play arts, their trade arts, all of them are just really awesome. They're really great. I really, really like all of the... Uh... Weren't there rumors of a Final Fantasy ten three, or were those just, like, stupid rumors? I think those were really, really, really big rumors. I, I, but I'm going to hold out for Final Fantasy, comma, eject, too. <laughs> so... What, wasn't there... Didn't Final didn't Square Enix do Full Metal Alchemist, or am I just mistaken? No, they, they did, did the, they, uh... they, they published the manga. I thought so. I really they published, thought so. Yeah, they good. published Good on FMA. them. That's good. That's good stuff. They published FMA, and they also... If you haven't seen any of the statues they've done for that show, good lordy. So I think we anyway. said about all we uh, want to say about these two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Pretty much. I like them. They're fun. Yep. You, should, yeah. you should check out both of oh, yeah. these. And the uh, HD remake slash port is uh, coming out for for, uh, for 10, so... Um... Yeah, and it's actually not going to be a remake. It is just going to be a remaster. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, they were they were misquoted. They were like, "Yeah, we're going to remake this game," and I cried for like twenty minutes. And then they were like, "No, we're just going to remaster it." And I still cried for another thirty minutes. Well, I think that's fine. I mean, that's it is fine. an old, it, it is an older game, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it worked out really not... well with uh with the uh, the Jack HD collection, which you know, I, I hopefully they apply the same standards to it because the uh, the HD upgrade to that game, you know, and that was just a remaster was phenomenal it was great you know playing through that trilogy again was was incredible especially in hd was incredible yeah, they've been so doing I that imagine... a lot with uh some of these older franchises like you know what H- you know what hd joey have you done the jack and daxter podcast yet we were talking no. about, we were talking about that i want to be <laughs> yeah. on that one i want to be on that one too hey i'll, I'll take a day off of work for it because i'm playing because i'm playing through jack too but anyway um, um you know what uh before we go i want to plug there's one hd collection i would like to plug that you were personally the, involved in? What? No, that wasn't personally involved in, but I think... If it's a common Rider one, I'm going to hit you. No, oh, it's the uh, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus collection. Yeah, that was like that was like the first one that really... Well, I guess uh, God of War, technically. But I think those. I think everybody should play those two games. They're awesome. Yep. So uh, you can email us at josephelfrog at gmail.com. You can check the, uh, the comment, the... Um, Podcast info for our Twitter accounts. And uh, next week, I think, well, me and Rilith may talk about Final Fantasy 13 too, but uh, Jack and Daxter, people? Oh, Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter. Daxter. All right. We'll do that soon. Precursors yes. up in this business. We'll probably do it now, but um, I want to play through at least three again. Before we talk. Yeah, I could do it right now. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll, I could. We'll wait I a little I'll pass. We'll wait a little bit. And, we're uh, talking about Ratchet and Clank. In the no, meantime. we're talking about Jack and Daxter. Oh. I'd like to talk about both. Those are also both awesome games. Yeah, I actually never played Ratchet and Clank, oh, but all I know check is out Ratchet and Clank. Me. I love Ratchet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I like Ratchet and Clank more than Jack and Daxter. I think I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, I want to play through some Ratchet and Clank too. But um, okay, guys, hope you enjoyed our talk, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yay. Shut up, Dustin. Bella Swan. She is Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> Which came first, Twilight or Final Fantasy? Dirt I don't know. Surface? I mean, it's if if you look at the time stream, you Yevon, <laughs> it, it all it all it's all there.
Oh my god, no that that I I couldn't stop laughing. I had to I had to turn my mic away. I was Oh. I, actually, I I induced a lot of rage at a uh, Final Fantasy panel I did last year. Uh well, someone Let's huh? save um let's, let's save the stories for the podcast. Okay. We gonna, okay. Well, no, this one this one's not going to be a good one. Okay. Um so, this one uh now that everyone was like, "Well, you know, what do you think is the best Final Fantasy?" and and the entire room erupted. And I, you know, told everyone to quiet down. The room went dead quiet, and I looked at him and went, "Chrono Trigger." It's <laughs> And then applause. It started just <laughs> and everyone... games like Chrono Trigger again. Jeez. Seriously, I want, I want, I want my Chrono Break. How, like, hey, makers of modern Final Fantasy games, how good, how, how hard is it to make, make a game like Chrono Trigger? Well, they well they ported it to the DS and the iOS, so. Like, like one of the inspiration, like during an interview for Thirteen Two, like uh, they're saying, oh yeah, we looked at Chrono Trigger a lot for how to do time travel, and after playing that game, like you didn't look at Chrono Trigger at all. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> just thinking about that, I was like, well, wait a second. You you looked at Chrono Trigger Chrono Trigger for tr- time travel, but you didn't look at it, you know, for the gameplay. Well. <laughs> 13-2, like, the gameplay is what it is. I'm just talking about, like, story and uh, character. Uh-huh. Like, they they didn't exploit the time travel aspect. aspect. Well, <laughs> like, guys, I, um, hey, could we not? Because, you know, I still haven't played that, and I would like to. I haven't played 13-2 either, so. I haven't played 13. There's time travel in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't even played 13, thank you very much. Oh, oh okay. Oh, wait. Correction, I played the two-hour tutorial of Final Fantasy XIII. No, the t- tutorial of Final Fantasy XIII is literally like ten hours long. Yeah. Oh, I'm still in it? Damn it. <laughs> no, no, here, yeah, you're never you're never getting out of it. That tutorial goes on for the rest of the disc. Get to the point where you know, you know how to play, but it still has ten more hours of character development and stuff, and then about twenty hours in, you get access to everything. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And it's another twenty hours of actual game. So basically, I'm gonna have to. So basically, I don't know how you're gonna play that game without borrowing a 360. To be honest. Lovely. 